0: Welcome back to the Mitchell Street Fantasy Podcast. We're heading into week five, which is just going to be about the quarterway mark for the regular season for us. So expect an update next week. We'll do a quick power rankings, and then instead of going over each game, I'll compare to my thoughts on each team from before the season started. But first we got to go over the results of week four. Um, I don't know about anyone else, but I feel like this might be the highest scoring start of the season yet. For the second straight week we have had a 170 point game and every week this season so far, someone has scored at least 150 points, including two this past week with Nate and Cody scoring 102. No 162 and 173 points respectively. Looking at the standings, the biggest winner since last week was probably Cody who has launched himself to second place in the standing after his huge win this week. Not only taking first place in the division, but he now holds a big point total over the other 3-1 and teams in the league. But the biggest loser was probably Joe. Joe who lost this week and has dropped to 8th place in the standings despite being ranked 4th in total points. He also has the disadvantage of being in Nate's division. That means he's two full games behind 1st place in the standings there, too. Now, Eric bounced right back after last week's embarrassing effort, scoring over 120 points, while Joe only put up 104 after his 170-plus point performance last week against Chris. Mike Williams, Devontae Adams... Those big names just didn't come through for Joe this week. Eric, he had pretty good scores across the board for most part, though most of his wide receivers haven't been doing amazing. You know, DeAndre Hopkins is doing okay, but scored 26 points in Week 1. Ever since then, he hasn't topped more than 15, including two bad weeks the last two weeks. Um, Also going to have to keep note of David Montgomery going down with a knee injury. Luckily, it looks like it's not season-ending, but he might be out for a few weeks. So Eric is going to have to try to find a replacement there. In my matchup with Cody this week, um, I got the tables turned on me from last week. Um, I had the fourth highest points total this week, but still lost because I got absolutely wrecked by Tyreek Hill and his 50-point performance. Um, That led Cody to the uh, 173-129 victory. He also got a huge boost from the Bills' defense. Um, he made Houston their little bitches last week, scoring 21 points against them. That's more than a lot of the players on my team did. Um, personally, though, I don't think I did that badly. I mean, I scored 130 points. I expected more from the Titans' defense, but um, it just—I mean—it doesn't help that when Patrick Mahomes is throwing a touchdown to Tyreek Hill, I'm basically losing points because Tyreek's getting six points and I'm only getting four for that touchdown. But anyways, despite a terrible game from Kirk Cousins, Nate once again comes out with the win, remaining undefeated, and that's keeping Derek down in the depths of the winless teams. Nate has yet to score less than 120 points in a game this year. He's constantly getting major production from all parts of his roster, except the QB, but it looks like it's not really mattering. Um, He got 30-point performances this week from Terry McLaurin and Debo Samuel and he got another double-digit point game from his kicker. That always helps. derek has got a lot of introspection to do at 0-4, but he had a lot of talent injured on his bench the last couple weeks. A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry, they all could be coming back at different points sooner rather than later. So we'll see if that wide receiver injection helps with his chances of winning at all. But joining Derek in the winless club is Chris who put up another sub 100 point week and is in another sad club with Derek. They are the only two teams that have yet to score more than 120 points this year. Chris has continuously been bad on this Mitchell Street Champion curse. He lost his third round pick on draft night to a season ended injury. Now his latest affliction, his kicker is being pulled from the game with an injury during warm ups. And that might single-handedly have kept him from scoring over 100 points this week. Um, Now, this loss came against Jason, who had his first game over 130 points this week. He had 35 points from Cordero Patterson, of all people. Uh, You know when Cordero Patterson is scoring 18 more points than your opponent's wide receivers and tight ends combined. uh, You know you're in for a good week there. This puts Jason at 3-1 and barely edging out Eric in the total points category by 30. That's keeping him in third place. The other rematch we had this week was between Dan and Brandon. Brandon was trying to get revenge from the loss last week, and somehow he pulled it off. Um, even though Dan didn't have a great week, um, you know Baker Mayfield had a really bad week. Tight end, his tight end died as soon as he stood up, stepped on the field. Um, Eckler had a good week with 30 points, just wasn't enough to get him the win. Brandon, though, suddenly got some great production again from Saquon, getting nearly 30 points but his other two running backs combined for less than 10. And we'll get to Jinge's loss next, but overall this division is looking like the 2010 NFC West. I'm gonna guess the division winner might come out of this with a losing record. So both of them being at 1 and 3, because they're in that such a bad division right now, that means they are not out of the playoff hunt yet. And like we were just talking about, Jinge' lost his matchup this week to Stitches making that two straight losses for him after two really strong starts in the first two weeks. Collins still chasing that high from week one where he scored over 150 points. And ever since then, his score each week has dropped lower and lower, hitting its lowest point this week with just 97 points. Chris Carson disappeared from the Seahawks game plan. Now he's suddenly injured with a neck injury, so that's going to be a problem. Um, Last week, he picked the wrong player when he was going between Cooks or A.J. Green for that flex spot. Green blew up on the bench, and it's unfortunate for Collin because he had a serious chance of beating Stitches this week, who only scored 108 points. Stitches' receivers did most of the heavy lifting for him. Uh, They made up about 50% of his total points. Um, He struggled to replace the production from McCaffrey, though. He had Melvin Gordon and Naheem Hines in there, but... They both did pretty poorly this week, and he lost some points thanks to the Saints defense being absolutely horrible and getting smoked by the Giants. Next week, we're looking at a rematch of the Twin Bowl where Ryan and Cody are going head-to-head to see who is going to come out in first place in that division. And the loser is potentially headed to last place if I can put up enough points in a win as well. We're also keeping an eye on Nate's undefeated season. He gets that rematch with Joe from week one. He's looking to get revenge and break Nate's four game winning streak and as always I hope you all fucking lose peace